for the next two minutes, we will be discussing college football. Or they got robbed. I don't really think so. Yes, they did. I don't think so. I uh, brutally massacred, robbed. The regular season means nothing. Well, no, because like losing your best player means something. There's 22 guys in the field. I'm sorry if, if we're not. It's not a court. I understand they they wanted to be a quarterback uh, sport, but punishing an entire team because one guy's leg didn't break three weeks earlier into the season is ridiculous. Because here's the thing: if Florida State goes undefeated, if they, if, if um, Travis gets hurt two weeks earlier, Florida State's in the playoff because they go they go undefeated without their quarterback for a handful of games. I don't rather think so. than. I don't think so. I still think the committee would say, do you, do you, do you I think just, just forget what n- the deserved or whatever. Do they beat any of those four teams in front of them? And I don't think so. I think they whop Michigan. I think you're out of your mind. I think they whop Michigan. Nope. I, I think they bulldoze them, but it's even funnier. Because here's the thing is that why then keep them at three with injury? Why keep them at three and be like, it set the parameters of, oh, if you win your bowl game or you win your conference championship without your quarterback, it's under the impression that they're going to be in. Why keep them above Alabama? Is the, oh, SEC, is the SEC that much better? You know, the SEC who went four and six against the ACC, is that championship so good that winning it will put you into the conference championship. But if you're number one all year and you fail to win the conference, you get kicked out of it. Look, I think every single team that was in the top six deserves to be in the playoff. So like you can justify every single way they go about it. I think this is just SEC bootlicking and it's at an all time high. Hey, yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. How we doing? We do not have a Carl with us today. No finger G- guns. Yes, finger guns. We're doing it in, without Carl because... In spirit. Carl gets upset when I don't do it when he's not here. So I'm going to be... Uh, just before we get into anything, I'm going to be straight up honest. I did not watch football on Sunday. Or like, you know, like footy. Um... I had a friend's birthday party Saturday night and was in Koreatown doing karaoke until three in the morning. You know, this guy just decides to casually drop in this group chat we're in. I just woke up. I didn't see the Liverpool game. I didn't just see Trent do that. I didn't just see McAllister score a piss missile. I didn't just see Trent cement himself as the next Gerard in terms of like scoring iconic goals for this team. I was having fun at karaoke. I was having fun at karaoke. Brian, I got up at four in the morning that day to go to work. I went to bed at four in the morning that day. Screw you. Yeah. yeah Liverpool is pretty good at this uh, kickball and that thing. They uh, really they really are. All right. Now, now let's actually go in some kind of order here. So the Arsenal goals were beautiful. I just... Yeah. I just, I just, yeah. I need to point go. out the passing <laughs> plays. They were just, they were very beautiful goals, except like my buddy Kyle, who's an Arsenal fan, he was not very impressed and kind of upset with the way they played, which 
I always try and remind him, like, if you come out with a win and you're upset with the way you played, that's a good day. I will say after about the first 15 minutes after the Odegaard goal, it kind of like, I understand they're up to nothing. They didn't want to blow a lead. They didn't blow that lead. So, you know what? Shout out to them. But right now, those same underlying issues are apparent versus Luton Town. Where they play with their meat. Who? Arsenal are currently playing with their meat. A little bit. It, I don't know, man. They it just they haven't like I it's hard to explain it to them because it's like they look so dominant at times. And then you just have they just have days where it's like they're just off and they drop points and it's like, well, they haven't dropped points yet against Luton Town. That would be really funny if they did. But they just have these days where it's like, is this not the same team from last week or the week before? Is this not the same? Is this team not supposed to be contending for a title? I mean, they're technically in first place, so kudos to them. They are in first place, which is why I'm just like sitting here in silence listening to you. I'm just... They just have moments. They have spouts. They still have those spouts where they play really bad for 15 minutes and it completely like is catastrophic to their year. I mean, that's what literally ruined them of that ruined their chances of winning a title last year. They go on these 15 minute spurts. Nah, what ruined their chances last year was not having depth when Saliba went down. Oh yeah. Saliba went down, but even then they were still, they, they made games competitive. It's just, if they played a full 90, they would be in it. And when I was like, fucking looking at the Oz Osho goal for Luton Town. I was just like, oh my God, they're doing it again. And now they need to score another one. They just have dips. They have dips in form in game where you're like, dude, I would love for them to drop points right guys. now. Uh, good for you. Easy for you to say. Yeah. 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 Speaking of teams that play with their meat. Go ahead. Three to Fulham. What? Three to Fulham. Oh, damn. We're jumping there already. I mean, speaking of playing with their meat. I mean, yeah. We're known for doing this kind of shit. Yeah. It's, it's the Klopp experience. It's the Liverpool. I mean, before you go into Liverpool should talk about Anthony Robinson putting on a, a fucking defensive clinic for Fulham because holy shit. Hold on. Let me find the numbers because I threw it in your group. I threw it in the group chat you and did. now I can't find it, yeah, but he yeah, had like 12 interceptions. There's like some players in this league who probably don't even have 12 interceptions yet this season. And he had it in a single game. He had three tackles out of five, 13 interceptions, 12 recoveries. He was dribbled past once. He won seven ground duels and went two to two for two aerially. He is getting sold for sixty million in the summer. Sweet, because holy shit, he he is like I, I'm very stunned that Fulham doesn't have like a loud American fan base, like you know Chelsea did when Pulisic was there, Leeds what did when you know the gang was there. Yep. Uh, Milan does right now 
with Pulisic now there. And mm-hmm. Fulham have had Tim Ream and Jedi for a couple of seasons now. And they've like, I mean, Fulham has always seemingly had like once in a while an American show up and be a dog for them yep. at Clint Dempsey. They've just never, yep. I don't know, they've not like given enough respect. Americans just like don't really care. They're not like a fad team. They're just, they're Fulham. Like the Leeds thing was like they'd been down for so long and they just came back up and then they had a bunch of Americans and we could say major Leeds soccer and it just sounded kind of funny. The pool stitch one, I, the pool stitch one, yeah, but it's not as good as major Leeds soccer. Full America. Come on, guys. You gotta try. Nah, nah. You're gonna make ends. Well, what? AC, AC America is how. No, that's just because Pulisic. Uh, that's a different. That's a different animal. Yeah, but you American Amer- American fans are just gonna follow him. Yeah. Oh, guys, if we start like appreciating our defenders, we might actually become a solid national team. That's fact. Less Jedi. Okay, so th- this match was I-, I was gonna talk about a couple other things on Saturday first, but we'll go back to them. This Liverpool match was full of banger after banger after banger after banger. And I'm pissed that I missed it. You missed your game of the season. Shut the fuck up, Chad. You missed your game of the season. But that first free kick goal from Trent, I understand that it was an own goal because it hit the bar and then it hurt Baron Leno and then it went in. But that free kick goal from Trent was outrageous. I, um, McAllister's finish, the call on it just being like the McAllister. <laughs> like, she's just expecting him to get the ball. And then he does that, and it's just... Yeah, he does that. Did you see Van Dyke's reaction to the shot and Trent? Yeah, he, yeah, he couldn't believe it. None of them could believe it. They're like, oh, okay. That went in, I guess. Like, wow. Endo's finish was great, and Trent's winner was ridiculous. But, yeah, that McAllister goal was nuts. That McAllister goal was a fucking rocket. It's not even the best goal scored in the past 30 days, so. Nope. Hate to see it. It's it's insane. We've been getting some crazy-ass goals lately. I hope, I hope like, we've somehow ushered back into the days of, fuck it, just kick it and see if it goes in. Just, just, just have it. Just have one. Just take a hit, because... I'm not gonna lie. Some some of these teams like to pass it around. They're not good at passing it around, and it gets annoying to watch teams not be good at passing around. That's mine. Yeah, I, I feel like the good teams pass it around and do what you can do. But I feel like the game has become so. I mean, we're talking about a seven goal game here, but I feel like the game has become so defensive that it's like. All the goals are scored a lot of the time by breaking down instead of just saying "fuck it" and letting one rip. But these guys are good enough to say fuck it and just let one rip. You got anything else for Liverpool? Anything to say to the troops? I'm just happy, honestly. I We didn't do an episode last week about the City match, but like... I've seen a bunch of things that say if you want to beat City in the league, you have to 
come away with four points in your two matches against them. You have to draw there and win at home and mission number one accomplished. Got part one done. And I kind of agree with that. Like we don't, I don't, we don't have to beat them at home, but getting, getting the point was huge. Getting the point. I mean, and then what happened this weekend, or I mean, um, part of me. Yeah. This weekend. Yeah. With Tottenham. Dude. So they can't I, <laughs> they can't figure this shit out with the officiating, but I just like, so when chase was bitching and complaining in our group chat, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like what I said to him, like when I was complaining about the fucking Liverpool thing, like when we got screwed over against Spurs, that entire group chat was like, just fucking deal with it. So I hit him with a, just fucking deal with it. I have no pity for terrible officiating decisions against Man City, but oh my, thank you so much for the absolutely horrendous call. That is where that's, you. that's where I'm at. So much. Thank you so much. So my it's- my guess is that the the ref needs eye surgery and his depth perception was off because the only thing I can think of is you see that ball go over the top to Grelish and your depth perception is just not correct. And you assume the keeper is going to get there first, so you call it. I think he. I, th- I don't even think he saw Grealish running. I think he just saw him kick it downfield. He's like, "All right, that's the end of the chance." And then, and then he he turns around and he says, "Jack, he sees Jack Grealish just running all by himself," and he's like, "Nah, fuck." So, do we assume Grealish finishes that chance though? Absolutely not. This guy has had like. <laughs> That that's what I'm saying. Guess, like, like it's yeah, not I'm, like Ho- it's not like Holland was through. <laughs> Hold on, how many how many career goals does Jack Grealish have? Hold on, <laughs> he has a very low number of goals scored, but he had already scored that game. Yeah, but you remember he has. Oh my god, that might be like his fifth. Uh, how many goals? No, that's just not it. That's God damn it, guys. I still not like an overall thing where it's like how many There should be. He has in his entire time, and we're gonna con- include the one U twenty one PL qualification game, uh he has fifty five career goals. Okay. He is, I understand that he's a, but he's 28. He's a 28 year old left winger. He doesn't even have a hundred career assists yet. Oh boy. I just like, we just can't, I don't know if he scores it, but like be pissed about the call, but like. Skill issue. It fucking happens. Skill issue. Don't, don't allow two goals by Tottenham. I just want to let all the city fans know, like, complain all you want, but none of us are going to have any pity because every other club out there, their fans tell you to shut the fuck up when you have a bad call against you. So, like, I feel for you. It sucks, but deal with it. I mean, yeah, officiating's at, like, an all-time low, but, like, you, you were given... A goal. You didn't even score three goals that game, mind you. So fair. You had Sun do the six nine special. 
Fair. And then have Los Celso score in the 69th minute. Nice. Both goals are multiple. You can multiply them to numbers six and nine. So we skipped so, a game on Saturday that I want to slide back to. Oh, what is it? Because Man United are not good. <laughs> and like, Carl we, Carl is not we, here, so I'm going to rip them. Do we? Oh, I need to, what? Do we? Do I need to talk about this mess of a team every week? Yeah. Do I need, do I need to be reminded that they exist? Yes, you do. Fucking hell. Because they really, like... No, they aren't good. <laughs> and I I don't get it because... They're sitting seventh. Like, they're not even... Like, we've been talking about Brighton being so good this season. And Man U being not a Man U are two points up on Brighton. I mean, I said it again. How many, like... Goal, how many games where they simply just got one into the back of the net? And you could look at the rest of it and be like, yeah, they were genuinely outplayed that game. And like genuine bailout performances like in the second half from individuals. Yeah, mean, they, they, they drop. Just... Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, they're not. They're not. They're, they're... Okay, I'll, I'll say. I'm sorry, Carl. They're not making the Champions League this year, dog. Not only are they not making the Champions League this year, like for next year, they might not make the Europa League. I for this year, uh, I don't. There's a chance they do. I need to. We need to continue because I, I. I to be fair, I am on the bus of Aston Villa and all that, but we need to see. No, no, no. When I say the Europa League for this year, I mean like coming third oh, like in their group. Might, oh, true. Oh. You mean like right now, right now? Yeah, like right now, right now. Uh, I need to talk about their European performances, bro. I, I Dude, about- they're playing Bayern and they need a lot to qualify for anything. Oh, that's great. If if they lose, they're out. That's great. That's I mean, great. Yeah. That is true. I, it's dude. They they just they don't have an identity. Dude, just to have Carl be roasting me for like being in the Europa League and him being in the Champions League, and then for me to be like, dude, you sucked so bad that you didn't even get into the fucking Europa League. Speaking of Europa League, since we're talking about just how shitty United is, Galatasaray have, have formed one of the greatest the streets will remember teams I think I've seen in my life. Facts. It's such a meme team, but as well, you're like, oh my god, this team looks fantastic. You know, they have Ziek, they have uh, who else played? Uh, they have a Cardi, they have Zaha. Now they're good. Like this is a team where it's like, oh man, these guys are gonna take the world by storm. And then you remember, oh, they're dangerous. The rest of the team isn't as good at all. They're very much relying on their attack. Yep. It is four goals or bust. And I mean, do I need to? I mean, since we're still on United, do I dare mention Onana? Dude, did you see what Ten Hag said about Onana? 
what did he say? According to like save percentage and goals stopped or whatever, he's the second best keeper in the league, which basically means that his defense is so bad that he faces enough shots to be that bad and that good statistically. I, I will say though that that first goal was. I need your I need your take because I don't oh, understand what the, was the Anthony Gordon goal. No, no, no. The uh, against Galatasaray was that on Onana, the one that on the free kick that went through the wall. Well, it didn't go through the wall. Like the Galatasaray players were like on the end of the wall, and then they moved out of the way, and Onana didn't see it, and then went in. Was it a part of the net that the wall was supposed to be covering? Uh, no, it was far post. Hold on. I'm going to look at it. No worries. Free kick from the right side? Yeah. Okay. Ah! That on the wall? Or is that a... Is that a goalkeeping issue? Is it a set-piece coach issue? So it's an issue on the keeper because he went the wrong way. You can tell that Ziyech is trying to go around the outside. There's no shot that he's trying to go up and over. I don't know why he moved that way. But it's also on the wall for letting that through. That wall was not solid at all. Like, honestly, that was just horrendous. So basically what I'm getting is Onana is De Gea 2.0 and we're not actually going to know whether or not he's good or bad. He's going to have days where he plays like the best keeper on earth like they paid for and then other days where he plays mediocre doo-doo dog water. They're like, oh, we would have fought that game if it wasn't for Onana. So basically yeah. they just got De Gea again. Kind of. But he can do the he can pass. He, he uses feet. Yes, he can use his feet. He can use his feet, guys. Wow. Dude, I saw some rumor that apparently Newcastle and David De Gea are talking. That would be... Rest in peace, Nick Pope. Rest in peace, Nick Pope. Nick Pope. That would be... That would be so funny. That would be so funny. But, I mean, back to, like, the big thing with United is that, like, they don't have any goddamn identity. What do they do? What is their strategy? I don't know. Get ball in net. I understand that's everyone's strategy, but like, how do you get ball in net? Because it seems like one one day they'll be like, oh, we got to do a billion of these tiny passes at once. And then another game, they'll be like, all right, we're going to soak up all the pressure and counterattack. Well, United just suck. Anthony's a waste of space. They're ostracizing Jaden Sancho. They're just not good. And- and they employ Greenwood. They do employ Greenwood. So like it, so, they're just they're just a shit show and I kind of want to move off of them. They're uh L. Oh, Arsenal scored right before halftime. That's funny. <laughs> there goes there goes everything I said about bad mouthing them. They heard it. They played it at Luton Town. They played it over the the mic uh the uh speakers. They're like, this guy and this American in his fucking Red Sox hat. Is talking shit about you, Arsenal. What are you going to do? And then Jesus scored. Damn. Uh, Sheffield United is ass. 
Uh, I kind of. I, I, I don't have anything to say about that. I mean, I, yeah, they uh, lost five nil to Burnley. Just don't. This is what you get for selling your best player to your like uh, your like promotion rivals and not getting any replacements or anyone good that you sold. So I can't wait for Lester to come back up so we could play good, half decent soccer instead of whatever God's green earth they've cooked. You guys like are still dog walking championship and it's very impressive. My mom says hi. Hello, Chad's mom. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to move to the championship yet. But um, what else? Oh, everything's oh, no, gonna. I wasn't. Basically... I wasn't trying to move to the championship. I was just trying to give you okay, guys a shout you out. Scared me. You scared me. I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But uh, everything's about to rectify all of their points deduction in three weeks. It's insane. And it, and it angers me. Why does everyone else, why is genuinely the bottom half of the Premier League dog ass awful that they keep allowing this to happen? These schmucks won't die. It's like Barry or whatever his name in The Simpsons where he gets thrown out of the bar and then he reappears behind him every I time. I love that clip. It's so ridiculous. These these motherfuckers just won't die. They won't die. Please die. Sorry, <laughs> but look, man, y'all stormed the field when you <clears throat> get relegated. It's personal at this point. You must hate them more than I do. I do. I watched him on a Twitch. I watched him on a Twitch live stream. So I sat there, like on the verge of tears, as I watched them storm the field. They barely survived relegation. relegation. <laughs> I'm like these fucking cocksuckers. This is their this is their World Cup final. Your biggest uh, accomplishment is not getting relegated in the past twenty years. That's the only thing they cling on to too. That's like they're, they're like you talk to whatever Sanford, they're like, oh. Well, the only team should never get relegated. Please take it from them. I would love it. I would Mr. love Pre- it. I'll a call to the president for 10 more points to be deducted. Taxpayer money funded to take away Everton's 10 more points. Please and thank you. Bro, we have so many matches coming up over the next couple days. We do. All tomorrow. And it... Is there any good? Well, we have United-Chelsea, but that's like... Yeah, we got United-Chelsea. I think Villa City could be good. That's two mid-table teams. I don't want to talk about that. So we do have a top four matchup of uh, Villa and City. At if, Villa Park. If Villa, if Villa do not lose this game, they're I'm, I'm putting it in podcast lore that they're winning the Europa League. They are winning. They are future Europa League champions if they do not lose to Man City. 
I, I know they're not in the Europa League yet, but they're going to eventually win it one day. Under Unai Emery. That's fair. I wouldn't be surprised if they pull a point. I would be. It's a city team coming off not winning a game. That they feel like they should have. Holland's going to score six. Holland's going to actually just <laughs> pulverize this team. It's going to be god awful. Liverpool are going to lose to Sheffield because that's just what we do. <laughs> do you know the dude? Do if you lose at fucking Bramall Lane, you have you you've lost all respect. No, they're not going to lose. They're going to draw. You should win. You should not fail to lose that game at all. Agreed. Fucking. At. Agreed. Do you have anything else you want to talk about for the Prem? Per chance? No, no, I do not. No? Can I make, can I start an MLS rant? Oh, God. About. I, I made a video, so I said I was going to go on hiatus, and instantly after I said I'm going to go on hiatus on TikTok, um, I see a tweet from the CBS Soccer account, and they're like, oh man, despite doubling their prices, Inter-Miami sold all their season tickets. Like, that's supposed to be a good thing, and I've, I, I've read that tweet like five times to make sure, and I'm like, oh my god. Dude, I don't get it. They're like, why are you bragging about eliminating your fucking fan base? God forbid anyone who makes less than fifty, like seventy-five thousand dollars a year, gets a ticket in your stadium. How dare any? How dare anyone poor enter your hollowed grounds? Can you imagine if, like, Man City said no poor people allowed? I know Fulham no. does that kind of. I know Fulham kind of does that, but like, man, imagine like Man City's like, all right, we're tripling our prices because we won because we have Erling Holland on our team. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. And then it's like and then it's like and then it's like, oh well they have a small stadium. How are they gonna pay their wages? Uh the Apple sponsorship is giving them all the money they need. And some. Yep. To spare. Yep. And it's oh, it's just gross. I hate how that's advertised. And I understand like ticket prices everywhere are technically going up because, you know, that's just how money works these days. But Doubling, like a ticket that was seven hundred costed fourteen hundred, which is absurd. I'm sorry, that's like half of someone's monthly income. You are asking them to pay out of pocket for right then game. and there for a game. I think the standard season ticket was like seventeen something hundred dollars, and I'm just like, is this that is just, that's a ticket to every game, right? Yeah, it's a season. Yeah, it's a season ticket. Yeah, and it's like one of like one of the. It's I think it's concerning that the cheapest season ticket in would end up on the Premier League's most expensive season ticket, yeah. which is an incredibly concerning thing to say. Well, so part of it is because sports exist in the U.S. for money and. These clubs exist over there as a part of the culture. So they care more over there I, about yeah. allowing everybody to have access. Doesn't and make it right. It doesn't make it right, but I'm just I'm explaining why 
it's still cheaper over there, even though the quality is so much better. But even that, I, I mean, it's just greed at this point. Oh, and, yeah. And I mean, this is where, I mean, you have to potentially look at, I, I mean, I'm, I, there's no reason not to do promotion of relegation besides like just doing money. it as like a shit post at, at this point and money. But it's like, but money Chicago, is why they're never going to do it. Yeah. But then you have clubs like the Chicago Fire who have made one playoff appearance in a league where half of the teams make the playoffs. They've made it once. And they just hired the guy that single handedly ruined their season last year. So it's like, hello? No ambition among ownership. What's funny is Arsenal's owner owns a team in the MLS. They are actually the worst run team in the league in the Colorado Rapids. There has been no improvement to their stadium. Nothing improved, despite the fact that the that family has the Nuggets that just won a championship. The Arsenal's Avalanche. competitive. The Avalanche, who just won a championship in hockey. The Rams. And the Rams that just won the Super Bowl. So it's like... It's to, I don't get it. I just don't understand how you, if you're going to be a sports owner, you're not going to give a flying fuck about sports. Yeah, I don't get it. And I mean, it's I understand there's like new bad owners that seem to pop up once every three months. They're like, oh my god, this ownership group is blaming the fans, and you know, and all the fans are like, oh, we've hated this guy for so long, and it's like, well, I didn't hear about it because it didn't reach headlines. So it makes you wonder. I mean, with QP, uh, the not the QP, the uh, Sheffield Wednesday thing with Chan Siri and like him now throwing the fans like it's like oh you got to give me money now I'm not giving you any more money it's, and it's like just bad ownership but like but at least with the uh, what makes a difference is that when they get relegated Chan Siri will lose a shit ton of money so he at least has to make an attempt to save his safe face with an investment. With MLS teams, you just don't have that. Yeah, they just, just they can lose and lose and lose and lose and lose and lose and lose. And there's get, no consequence. They'll get a draft pick. They'll get Wembenyama. They'll go get they'll go get soccer Wembenyama. That's a better chance of happening than Shohei going to the Red Sox. That is disrespectful. Just saying. Keep winning games so we can get Shohei. Bruh. So that way Klopp does have to make a phone call to John Henry and be like, John, I need that Mbappe guy. It's like, why? We just signed Dara Nunez. Dara Nunez isn't good. I want Killian Mbappe. And he's like, okay. And then he calls. It's just not going to happen. And then he, he goes to Fenway. He's like, sorry, guys, we can't get Yamamoto or Shohei. I spent all of the Red Sox money on uh, Killian Mbappe. In fact, Mbappe is now the owner of the Red Sox. That's it. the only way that we could pay him any money is by transferring ownership of the team. That'd be. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hi, I'm Mbappe. I uh, I own the Red Sox. I don't know what else. Uh, I don't know what else. I don't know anything about baseball. I just now own this team. So uh, <laughs> and then we become the A's because <laughs> he doesn't know he doesn't know what to do with the team so he just we, doesn't put uh, then we become the A's and oh we become the God. A's Fenway so becomes a mess I think we're going on enough of a tangent that we can just kind of call it right there um, this was kind of short but 
It was kind of good to be back. Carl should be back on the next one. Um, follow TikTok. Follow the Instagram at the High Kicks Podcast. Follow Crush Talk Sports. I'm going to be posting some clips of the episode. Yeah. Peace. I'll put on some chapstick to celebrate the end of the episode.